Welcome everybody to Uncle to Uncle, the first podcast to take place live from a king-size bed, from hedonism to all the way to the rock of love bus. Baby, we've been everywhere and I'm glad to do it with the coolest uncle of my whole world, Uncle Howard. Franklin, that's sweet of you to say, but you know, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be anywhere, and if it wasn't for God up in heaven, neither of us would be anywhere at all, brother. All glory to God, <laughs> right? He hasn't improved my numbers lately, so why should I give him any glory? Yeah, well, that's right. God, step up your shit. If God's so great, why don't I have my Twitter account back? Yeah, well, yeah, because as of this recording, you do not. I don't as this maybe I'll have it back while it's airing, so I just sound like a fool now and then all praise be to him. But until then, you know what? I respect people that tell me the truth, no matter how hard it is. I'm reading millionaire mindset memes right now. I'm very sorry. Yeah, I you might think that I don't notice anything, but trust me, I notice everything. Be proud of your kind heart. Not everyone oh this one sucked. Sorry. Learning so, is a gift, even when pain is your teacher. Whoa, that's a cool one. Yeah. <laughs> These are great. <laughs> this is great. Millionaire mindset is one of the reasons for our success. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It definitely is. Sorry, I'm on Instagram, and I guess they're doing some kind of stranger things like fake 80s store in Miami. It's Ugh. called Secret Miami. and I, Oh, I guess like it's it's like cool little tucked away places that are like you know neat i don't know that doesn't sound that neat to me no not neat like it's like stranger things here and then there's gonna be and aventura mole has a giant slide like okay like that's cool like you ever been on a big ass slide before yeah i've been on i go on slides every day that's how i get get out of bed there's a big slide (laughs) yeah up. no shit yeah then i just well you know we sleep in the same well, i know right? that but i mean everybody at home doesn't know that yeah that's true you go you go down the slide and you got a pair of slacks on already and your shoes on the moment you come down <laughs> yeah <laughs> then you come out and i've got a little machine that goes on my face and brushes my teeth for me <laughs> it's aggressively fucking makes your gums bleed huh mm-hmm <laughs> that, hey, gets the job done. How about, how about how do you eat your breakfast, big man? It uh, pops up a piece of toast up in the air. And yeah. As I'm driving in my car, it's a convertible, and it lands right in my mouth. And I go, rawr, rawr, rawr. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you have to hit it like a a cue ball corner pocket, and then get, you know, it tosses <laughs> the flat, it flips the flapjacks, and you're <laughs> yeah, it bounces. It bounces, it breaks some eggs. It creates her, you know, a Rube Goldberg machine to make her breakfast probably makes the shittiest fucking breakfast out there. <laughs> like, don't do that. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's good. No, that's probably not a good idea. We should Rube Goldberg a bit out of our lives, though. That should be like the new, the new swag, right? Yeah. I think Rube Goldberg's time to shine is nowadays. Right, we're trying. We're getting away from social media. We're getting away from Elon. We're coming back to malls, as we talked about last week, and yep. now we're getting to practicality. We're gonna have machines do uh, put on our pants for us, and uh, yeah, it's gonna yeah. be great. Yeah, we're gonna. There's gonna be a little like bird that lands on a thing, and orange juice pours on us. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That is right. That's, we're going back to practical ways here. Yes, sir. That'd be that make cooking pretty easy for me. If you, <laughs> if, you, if you told me like it was like the mouse trap board game, then I would be all about cooking. Yeah, cooking's boring, dude. I think it's like one of the most boring things anybody can do. I don't. I don't. I don't know how. In all honesty, it's, I, I mean I know some things, but I don't know how. I I basically get it, but I'm not impressed. You're not impressed by it? No, not at all. It's a lot of work, and it yeah. feels like very little return on investment there. Yeah, yeah. What what do I get out of it? Oh, some food? Well, I can get food just by opening a thing of Hostess cupcakes. Right? Yeah. I go to the damn gas station. They got, they got food better than I can make. Yeah, I can't make anything as good as fucking Takis. <laughs> the ego. The ego to say... I can make a fucking meal better than the one available to me at Popeye's. That's ridiculous. That's insulting. It's insulting. I'm disrespecting the staff and my appetite. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think cooking, it comes down to ego, and it comes down to, I think, outright arrogance. I agree, actually. Cooking is arrogant because it's saying, oh, I can make something better than, you know, an apple fresh off the tree or a Starburst fresh out the package. Right. Or, or again, the chef at Chili's, you know, making me my crispy honey chipotle chicken crispers. <laughs> you, you really come in, you're really coming home after a, a long day at work and saying, I can make a meal better than any restaurant down the street and then watch me prove it i got all this crap that that cost me you know 20 bucks or whatever 30 bucks ingredients yeah. and leaves and <laughs> fucking you, you know it, have you bought rice lately not lately is it expensive no but it's not ready Yo, no i know it's all like hard that's <laughs> Dude, fucking, it's, it's the worst ridiculous. <laughs> I tried making some. It was wet. It was just like soggy and still hard. It was the worst thing. I mean, I, I am so like, I was unimpressed. Yeah. Rice is a joke, dude. It is just like, and it just comes off of a plant. It's supposed to pay money for something that comes off a plant. There's plants outside. There's plants outside, you know, again. I, I don't see I don't see the appeal. I see I see it like did I just get off work? Yeah. <laughs> Why am I still working when I get home? Why am I like hey I'm out of work? Oh, time to do more work when I can easily just fucking you know go go right to the fucking convenience store and get a couple Cadbury eggs and call it a day. Oh, those are damn good, and they got goo inside, so you know they're good for you. Oh yeah, you can't smell good without <laughs> goo. <laughs> You cannot, my man. Fucking hell, man. Cooking. That's some shit. I mean, is that cuck shit? Cooking is probably cuck shit, yeah. Can't spell cooking without cuck. You cannot. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm not down with that. No, I hate cooking and I'll never do it. Yeah, I think, you know what? You know, it's like the teens say, I'm over it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What's that going on? Teens are so cool, dude. They, you know, they, they, they get it. They get it, you know, board shorts, gel, you know, uh, tassels, musics. Mm-hmm. 
all of ice that cream. Stuff. Yeah. The cream of the crop. They are the cream of the crop, dude. Yeah, right on. So, anyways, big man, how are you doing? That's let me uh, ask. How are you doing? I don't hey, ask that enough. Hey, I appreciate the asking. I'm doing good, man, and I'm excited. I'm jazzed. We're finally. We've always talked about putting a team together, but tonight we're finally putting a team together, and Oof. we're doing it all for these beautiful Patreon subscribers who we love so much. I can't. Yeah, wait we're like to the Wandong Southern Tigers, aren't we? We're putting a yeah, team together. Is this draft yeah, night? <laughs> We got 11 championships. <laughs> man, it's like Adam Silver here, man, just fucking yeah. doing the draft. The NBA draft has such a cool noise at the, every time like a pick has been made. It's yeah. like breaking news kind of thing. I'll, I'll try to find it later, but it is the coolest thing. <laughs> so we're making a team today, big man. I mean, give, a, give the listeners a little bit of a... Like what? How? What? What's the purpose of this? Well, you know, when you put a team together, you need to have certain rules, right? You got it. You can't just have everyone be, you know, the the big bruiser. You can't just mm-hmm. have everyone be the getaway driver. You got to put a team together that works together with synergy. Yeah, because one person can't do all that. No, yeah, it's got. But everyone's got it. You know, they got to know their role. They got to be perfect at their role. Mm-hmm. And uh, if anybody knows anything about Uncle Uncle, it's that we love various universes we love marvel we love mm-hmm. the stars wars we mm-hmm. love all that stuff so i thought what if we we took a team from all of our favorite universes and we picked the best of the best to pick the best big imagine yeah what, what if we picked big magic johnson that'd be a great yeah that's a great yeah. addition right there i found the sound i think let me see if you two got it right all right Whoa! That every time somebody gets picked in the NBA, when like, oh, this team, the Miami Big Heat have selected. Sorry, I didn't mean to put that, put that twice. That's okay. <laughs> I was, anytime somebody makes a pick in the NBA, that sound goes up, man. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah, right. I like it. You'd be humiliated. What's that? You'd be humiliated if that happened to you. What, like getting picked, or yeah, when you hear that sound, you'd go, oh, damn, that's for me. <laughs> I mean, it means you got signed. That means you got big money coming. Yeah, I guess that's true. Oh, if you got, I thought you meant like they, you got to pick like they, you know, pick. You're getting uh, signed. It's a draft pick. You're getting, you're going to the team. You know, you're going I, to the yeah. Charlotte Hornets. Uh, my bad. I thought you meant they like, you know, intercepted you? your ball. Oh, no, no, man. No, this is like draft night. No, they, they don't play that sound when a, a, a guy loses a game. <laughs> well, then, then I was mistaken. All right. Well, we, you know, it's all about a team, right? And I think, I think that's been proven, you know, yep. throughout, throughout history, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's all about having a team, you know, it is not even just the franchises we mentioned, even beloved, you know, Abbott and Costello, Magic and Kareem, Penn and Teller. Yeah. You know, the greats, Keenan and Kel. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Even if it's just a tag team, teams are so important to success. It's very rarely one person can be attributed to everything. Yeah, in America, we love this individualism business, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you got, at the end of the day, say it, it takes a village. And it takes a village, and it takes a team here. So... What I mean, let let's the leader should be the last one, right? 
Yeah, let's do leader last. Let's do leader last here. So tell us the options. Tell the audience the options first. So our universes, I came up with, of course, Fast and Furious. So that's, I mean, that's one of the OGs. Mm-hmm. We, we got Transformers. There, there's yeah. a lot of great options in there. And, and that's anybody in the trans. It doesn't have to be a Transformer. It could be a, you know, a human who hangs uh, out I got a human. Yeah. We can have a Star Wars. Then there's tons of people there. You could, mm-hmm. you, you could have anyone from, you know, BB9E to BB8, Marvel Cinematic Universe, of course, the world of wrestling, and then just our our generalized faves. Anybody from Joey Buttafuoco to the to the homeless man with the golden voice, <laughs> Doctor Conrad Murray, Doctor Conrad Murray, yeah, the and... doctor. Sometimes even they they had a doctor on, on Andor of like four arms. Mm-hmm. Which one do you think he jerks his dick off with? They had another doctor too. He said, "Oh, I can't do anything for this man." Yeah, that's the doctor I'm talking about. He had four arms. No, the doctor who had four arms was the one who couldn't save the little lefty loony. Then the doctor yeah. in, the, in the prison was the one who said, oh, I can't do it. Oh. Doctors, doctors can't do anything in that machine. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, no. Yeah, he's done for. Oh, yeah, what a yeah, bunch he's... of losers. Man, doctors, dude. That's a good job. A lot of money just be like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't do anything. Yeah, here. oh, let me kill him for you. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> just stubbed my toe, man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so you can pick anybody for these so you want to start start from uh i guess we'll here i'll pick so we're gonna do leader last because that's kind of the main event you know that's yeah. the guy that's the guy you're gonna put front and center on the poster so yes 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 but in, in these things you always got you know there's the leader but then it's kind of second in command is always the guy who's the cool dude with swag mm-hmm. yeah right? yeah it's kind of the brad pitt kind of guy sure yeah who would you pick for your cool dude with swag, brother? Roman Pierce. Oh, that's man. right. It's Roman time, bitches. Roman <laughs> Pierce from Fast and Furious. You know, at, at first when we get introduced to him, he has some resentment with Paul Walker's character, Brian O'Connor, because he got yeah. him locked up. Right. But now we see, you know, he becomes a man. I think it's just becoming more cultured and like experiencing all these different exotic places he's traveled to i remember when he went to saudi arabia well he didn't get canceled by the way like the wwe wrestlers do he, he has the infamous line where he goes you know he sees all these beautiful women and he's like oh man i'm gonna create my own culture here we're gonna call it Blarab, black arab and you know he was very horny for the the, yeah, the women in in, in Saudi Arabia. And it, well, know, that's how much equality they've got there. Women can be beautiful there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you WWE for for solving everything there. Uh, yeah, they could, they did. Could, they said before us, women could never wrestle in <laughs> skin tight suits. Skin tight suits and a pajama t shirt over it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I picked Roman Pierce. You know, he's he's a funny guy. I think I think you need that levity. I mean, in real life, I mean, I guess, I guess I would need some laughs, but I think honestly, in the heat of the moment, if I'm being a hundred percent honest, I, I'd be a little annoyed at a, at a certain point, which I guess is why Luda's always kind of giving him shit. Yeah, you don't, you don't want a guy who's nonstop jokes as the cool guy, but you want him to have some jokes. You want yeah, to, you want yeah. to be a guy who knows how to have a good time, but a guy who knows how to get down to business. Right. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm still happy with my choice just because I think, you know, it's all about vibes. I think it's all about chemistry. And, you know, he's a he's a double alpha and he gave Dwayne a lot of shit on fucking Twitter when Hobbs and Shaw bomb. So that that's true. Roman Pierce. That's a good pick, man. Yeah. Thank you. What about you? 
Well, I picked a guy. He's cool. He he's been in he's been in prison, and he didn't let it get him down. He's been out of prison. He's watched uh, the Dora Milaje fight, and he's just kind of vibed to it. I picked Baron Zemo. Ooh, that's a good pick. Uh, yeah, no, I mean this is a very cool guy. He, uh, you know, he he's he was dancing at the club. He, he was dancing at the club. He was having some drinks. Mm-hmm. He he learned the words that make the Winter Soldier turn psycho mode. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I think he's a pretty good, pretty cool guy. He, you know, let's let's say you need to infiltrate a, a powerful casino or something. You need a guy who can talk it up with the richest of the wealthy. You need a guy who can, you know, earn their trust. You need a guy mm. kind of do a little bit of a dance. Baron Zemo is the man, as far as I'm concerned. His his whereabouts are are they currently unknown? I think. Did he just not get? Throw him back did, to jail, or did he leave? Well, I think he I just don't remember that show, dude. I'm sorry, that show yeah. bored me. Oh, it was good, but I don't remember what happened. I think he just kind of took off, though. I think he just was like, "All right, you guys deal with that shit. I'm out of here." He went through like a hole in the ground or something. Well, most importantly, he's portrayed by Daniel Brühl. Brühl, I love Brühl. Oh, Brühl member, <laughs> welcome back. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, Fast and a Furious. Was he in Fast? What was that movie called? No, he was in Rush. Rush. Rush and a, a Rickets. And the Kingsman. Yeah. Oh, Kingsman. yeah. Kingsman. Yeah, boy, he was the man with the plan in that one. I hated it. Yeah, that's a good movie, man. History. <laughs> hated it. You hate every movie with Daniel Brühl because he always plays an old. I can feel it all the way down in my Sorry. plums. Yeah, you can feel Daniel Brühl to your plums. <laughs> no. Well, that that's a good pick. And he, you're saying that's the guy after swag, though. Yeah, he's got a lot of swag. I think he he looks good in that coat. He wears a long coat, right? Yeah, I mean, I saw, I saw him at the club. He was doing dance. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, he's doing doing a little dance. He okay. he enjoyed watching his villain. He, so his villains were fighting each other, you know, his his enemies, and he just stood there and he just watched them fight. Like that's a guy who like knows how to kick back. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not getting stressed out by stuff. No. It's a stressful situation, but he's just saying, hey, all right, I'm cool with this. Let's see what happens. I I like it. I like it. All right. How about the next one here? What was the next option here? You're leading all right. this. Wait, okay. So we'll go next one. We'll do bombshell babe. So you got to okay. have someone who, who wows them because some guys, they're not going to be impressed by a cool dude, but they might be impressed by a, a beautiful babe. Well, I got a perfect one for this here, baby. All right, let's hear it, brother. Yeah, well, this one is it is Sable, baby. <laughs> men, men came to be, women want to be her, and the men came to see her. Are you boys ready for the grind? And that's what Sable would do. And everybody, I mean, this is a white Daytona Beach looking mom in her fucking late 40s of no butt shaking it and being like yeah <laughs> and everybody was like this is the hottest woman ever whoa that's actually a great choice it is a good choice you yeah know, the grind everybody remembers sable and the grind yeah oh yeah who can forget the grind with sable? And, and i am not belittling her looks i think she i mean you know an attractive woman by every stretch of the amount but whatever criteria you use but it it was just you know they made a big deal of like her having an amazing bottom when she was just yeah. you know 
Mm-hmm. You know, this is a very skinny white woman. And yeah, uh, I got the job done, though. But I mean, that wasn't a lot of ass. I mean, that's yeah. that's what I'm trying to get at. You know, yeah, not no. even in retrospect, just even then, like this is not. It's not one of the most outrageous bottoms you've ever seen in your entire life. Yeah, it was. It, it wasn't even. It was just like, oh, she's shaking her butt. We love the grind. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm belittling all my picks here, man. But you know what? That's because yeah. I wanted to be better. Yeah. So well, guys, so much stronger than the other. It comes right, right in your face. <laughs> Some of these that we get from our listeners here. Well, you know what though? I mean, that it's easy to belittle them individually, but that's because they work best as a team. That's right. And, so Sable, and, I'm happy with my pick. And so you might you might actually not think much of my pick as my bombshell babe. I picked Aunt Beru. <laughs> Which one? When she was in a cult or a new home? <laughs> yeah, I picked Cult Beru. Yeah, I mean, because she she's a beautiful woman, obviously. But oh yeah, when, when it comes down to it, you know that she's willing to try to fight the third sister if she needs to. That was true. That was cool. Yeah. So you know, she she's not great in a fight, but she'll do her best. And sometimes that's all you need is someone to buy you a little time for some of your other team members to get in there and. Uh, you know, start a, you know, even if you need your heavy gunner or someone mm-hmm. like that, you got to have them in there to, you know, buy a little time. Like, oh, this, this, this bombshell, beautiful enough woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> next beautiful thing enough. Know, beautiful enough. <laughs> next, next thing you know, you got your, your, your big bruiser in here throwing hands or something like that. Yeah, I got you. That's a pretty good choice. I like it. I like yeah. it. So and what, yeah. she's good under stress is really the important thing here. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. You know, all, right. all around great choice here. Amperu, yeah. she brought out the blasters. She tried to find, she tried to fight the third sister, you know, did, yeah, that, did what that, she was supposed to. Proud of her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all you can really ask for. You always got to have, especially in an infiltration situation. Sometimes you're, you know, you got to get in, get out. You might have to do digital sneakiness. You might have to do real life sneakiness, but you need someone who can sneak around, you know, mm-hmm. get, get past the firewalls, get past. Right. Yeah. So who'd you pick for your sneak? So this one might be a little bit out of bounds for you, but maybe you've seen it on Twitter. It is from Oceans 12. It is the Night Fox, and he goes through the lasers with all the music playing, and he's kind of dancing, and he's going through the lasers in the museum. You know what I'm talking Oh, about? yeah, seen I've seen that. Before. Yeah, I've seen that clip. They're playing a little, you know, Italian kind of fucking Yeah, yeah. He's just kind of like, he's going through the lasers, and he's kind of still dancing to it, though. He's like kind of getting down there, doing a little humping motion. Yeah, he's having a good time getting through those lasers. Yeah, so I'm like, damn. I mean, like, he's having a good time. Again, that's that's the Night Fox. He's in Ocean's 12 and, and 13. He steals what he thinks are the five diamonds, and then he he base jumps off the casino, the top of the building. And what? they were fake diamonds, and he was pretty pissed off about that. And that is the, the last we see of the Night Fox, but he is reliable. He's very sneaky. That's all you need, man. That's really good. That's How about you? Pick. Who'd you get for your sneaky guy? Well, what I think is better than sneaking your way through the lasers is having someone who can get in there, getting the getting the hackers, get and shut them down. So I picked probably the smartest hacker in the entire world. I picked Ramsey. I'm gonna pick Matthew Lillard. 
Yeah. <laughs> I know. A big Ramsey man, because she's she's so smart at hacking, she can do anything. You get her in front of a computer, give her about 30 seconds, she's hacked into it. But she's also, she's a very, you know, physically gifted woman in her own right. She can... <laughs> I'm pretty sure she can do gymnastical moves and sneak she could, around. She couldn't drive a car in Fast and Furious 9. Well, she didn't have to. Have to. Well... <laughs> Yeah, and she, and she did well enough, Just I not, guess. Not real well. No, crashed a lot. Yeah. Well, okay. So maybe she's not the best pick, but I hope I've got other people on my team to kind of carry the weight for her. So not very and, sneaky. But I feel she, like this could have been your bombshell almost. Yeah, she could have been my bombshell, but she's got two beautiful. She's got mind. brains though. She's not. Yeah. She's not. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I guess I could have picked Ghost from Ant Man Two as my sneak. Is she the one who like glitches? Yeah, she glitches. That's not her. reliable, man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm sticking with Ramsey. I think she's she's what? she's she's proven that when. <laughs> When it gets rough, she can pick up the slack. Ghost, like, what? What is her deal? Like, she shuts <laughs> off, like, as a human? Like, oh, let me just, like, slap myself here so I, I stop, like, disappearing? Man, I gotta watch Ant-Man 2 again, because I don't super remember. No, but she was, like, in pain. Yeah, she was, like, miserable. Well, enjoy her as your new Avenger. You yeah, know. I- Oh, she's gonna be great. One of the best. The Avengers, man, they're really going. That's some G League Avengers right there, man. That's some uh, Sioux Falls Sky Force of Avengers. They, there's some good ones still. You still oh, yeah. got you still got Sam and Bucky. Yeah, Sam and Bucky. But you're Doctor moving Strange. Sam and Bucky from role players to the starting lineup. Doctor Strange is a big power player. Doctor Strange can't work in a team. He's he too can't. arrogant. He is too arrogant. He is too arrogant. <laughs> he, he, he makes another t- surgeon. Yeah, he makes Tony Stark look like friggin' Mother Teresa. He really does. Like yeah. I am not. I I am. I am not a big Doctor Strange in a team. That's why he's not on here. But anyways, yeah, he's not on my team either. To be honest with you. What's What's the next one here? Next role we got. We well, always got him a big bruiser. Someone who can uh, you know get get the job done. Someone who throws hands. Someone who knocks fools out. You know, a big, strong, intimidating guy. Who would you pick for this, Franklin? Buddy, I went I, I went international with my pick. I went all the way to Bago Road and I oh. selected Nathan Jones. He was a jailbird, <laughs> but I mean, no jail co- could hold him, man. And uh, I I think. The Colossus from Bago Road. He he was even removed from the WrestleMania card, probably because he was too dangerous and could hurt the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, he is too dangerous for almost anybody. He mm-hmm. was in a uh, Mad Max Fury Road too. He played the guy who said, "I had a little baby brother." Oh well, there you go. You had a little baby brother, and you know. <laughs> well, polish my nuts and serve me a milkshake. That's right. That's right, Bago Jones. Yeah, so well, the Colossus of Bago Road, Nathan Jones. He's Australian. Yeah, that's Australian for Bago Road. <laughs> uh, I picked a, a really big bruiser for my big bruiser. Now, we've both watched Transformers Dark of the Moon, so you probably recall the scariest Transformer there's ever been. Shockwave. Big guy with one eye. Let me look him up. 
Go on. He, he's at the very beginning, and they they uh, the nest is trying to fight him, and he like goes all like in a big line and goes through this big building. And like, what was that? And Optimus is like, we call him Shockwave. I don't know. All these Decepticons just look very silvery. Yeah, but he's got one eye, and he's scary. I, I mean, I'm seeing a photo of him, and yeah, I mean, they look so silvery. I have a hard time with like, you know. Well, he, he's a tough guy. He's like, like he's one of the toughest guys there's ever been. Oh, like, he seems tall. I, yeah, the, the nest is like, I didn't know they were that crazy. And Optimus is like, I prayed we would never have to fight Shockwave. And he's your he's your bruiser. Yeah, he's my big bruiser. He's probably huh? about like ninety feet tall. He, <laughs> yeah, he can turn into just like a big like snake kind of thing and burrow through the ground and rip it all to pieces. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I think he's gonna carry the slack for Ramsey. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, he carries a lot of fucking slack. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah really i mean but you know people say oh what tell me one good reason why i should give you all my my jewels i'll say i got one good reason shockwave and he'll show up and they'll be like oh okay yeah sure. <laughs> pretty good reason yeah yeah he's he's big he's scary in the battle of chicago he's the one who's like pushing over one of the buildings that all of ne- like tyrese is in there i'm like he's pushing the building over by himself Damn, you think he just dropped the fucking building, man? Need to push yeah. that shit, man. Well, he was sh- he was showing off, I guess. Yeah, I guess, man. <laughs> what a prick! <laughs> not very nice. Not a nice guy, but I'm not looking for a nice guy. I'm looking for a big bruiser. That's true. Damn, yeah, he's taller than Nathan Jones, man. Yeah, he can ball for sure. Yeah, he can. All right. You always got to have after the after the heist is done, you need someone who can drive the getaway car. That's right. Yeah. And uh, you you need mean driving skills. You got to have mm-hmm. kind of a kind of a chip on your shoulder to drive crazy enough like that, I thought. Who you I agree. From? I agree completely, man. And my pick is actually from Fast and Furious. Can you believe that? That's smart. That's smart, right? And I went with Zachary Ty Bryan. He was in Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift for the American scenes. And yeah. yeah he, he kicks a little... He, he, he He's in that movie, and he's, he's 27 in high school and mm-hmm. driving down there, going through a construction yard, and he did pretty well for himself until he crashed. He's a 27-year-old in high school. He's got a lot more experience driving than the rest of those those kids. That's right, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> one of the best drivers out there in the Fast and Furious world, man. Zachary yeah, Tyler. Yeah. He, he plays Clay. Oh, yeah. Clay. The iconic Clay from Tokyo Drift. I felt bad when the movie went to Tokyo. I'm like, oh, I want to stick around here. I want to see what's going on with this guy, man. Yeah, I know. Well, I bet he's doing good. They should bring him back in like the last next one. And it, 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 judging by the Fast and Furious timeline, Zachary Ty Bryant is like 23 and he is a 41 year old man. If well, they go by the timeline of Tokyo Drift, which remember takes place yeah. after seven, he's 18. Right. So we're in Tokyo Drift was around the same time as seven. Mm-hmm. And we've had seven, eight, nine. And around that time frame, about three years between seven, yeah. eight, nine. So he's like twenty-one. He's twenty-one, and he's actually in his forties. 
They do you think they'll just recast him? They should have one of the the Paul brothers play him. Why not? <laughs> Logan Paul play him. Yeah, have Logan Zachary Paul Tyler. play him. Who cares? <laughs> no, man, you got to stay true to it, man. You've gone this far already. Yeah, that's true. They never recast anyone else. They didn't cast a new Brian. No, they did not. No, they held true to that. Mm-hmm. They used God computers. bless them. Yeah. Yeah, well, Brian's as good as a computer. He's better in a lot of ways. Uh, uh, I picked my getaway driver. I went into the world of wrestling. So there was one wrestler who was renowned for his driving skills. He was named Deuce Bob, and Domino. Bob Sparkplug Holly. Oh, good hey, choice. Yeah, Mr. NASCAR. Yeah, he showed up as a race car driver. According to his book, he was one of the greatest NASCAR drivers to ever exist. And why Damn. would he lie? <laughs> Damn, man. That's awesome. You got a good one. Yeah, yeah every time he lost, it was because someone cheated. So, <laughs> really? Is that not... Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Like, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is a fucking cheat, and I hate him. Yeah, I mean, he didn't go against guys at that level, I don't think. I don't really, I don't... <laughs> but, you know, it was like, I had a hell of a rivalry with, you know, Earl, Earl Bon Jonesman. But, you know, he would always try to run me off the road. So one time I... Knocked him out and I won the race. <laughs> he stepped out of his car and knocked him out. Yeah, he was. That's a ornery man. So you know, that's that's another thing I want. I want a getaway driver who takes stuff personally. Yeah. Right? He's a wild card. That one. Yeah, he's a wild card. He's a wild man, but he always does what's best for business. Good choice. Yeah, he's a good. He's a good guy. We got to we got to have a gunner. You got to have someone who can you know maybe snipe or maybe you know just get in there with a machine gun and blast them all away yeah who'd you get i mean well i guess it's my turn now right well i can say who i picked if you want me to go first no i got mine already man all right let's hear it brother you might know him from rogue one he's a fierce warrior (laughs) yeah he's a he's a short light-skinned lockaroo mm-hmm and his name is Bistan. That's B-I-S-T-A-N. Maybe you could look him up. And he B-A-S-T-A-N. fought in the battle of Scarus. Scarus. Okay. B-I-S-T-A-N. He was a gunner, a legitimate gunner on the U-Wing. Oh, yeah, the little fella. Yeah. He's not really yeah. a little fella. He's not. He's not six feet tall. I'm not talking about WTCUB. I'm talking about Bistan. I know. I'm looking at Bistan. He's not that little, man. He's pretty tall. He's a regular height guy. He looks like he's like 5'5", five, five maybe. Dude, he looks like he's a regular height guy, man. You think so? Some of the, I mean, If you look at his Lego, he looks short. I mean, yeah. Yeah, his Lego's really little. When you look at him in the gunner position, he just looks like he's having a fun time. Yeah, that guy is cool. He's, that's a good pick, Franklin. He looks like a lemur or something. Right, yeah, no, he's he's chill, man. I like him. Yeah, that's a good. That's I mean, that's a, a legitimate pick. gunner. Yeah, that's a legitimate gunner. That's yeah. for sure. I I picked a guy. He's another guy from wrestling. He comes out and when his music hits, he does machine guns with his arms. So he's probably a pretty good shooter. Pick Big Dave Batista. Hey, slick, pop a beer and everything seems twice as good. Yeah, well, <laughs> Big Dave, I mean, I like him. You know, and he, and he intersects universes. He's WWE and Marvel. Yep, he's done it all. And uh, Hey, slick, Sorry. pop a beer and everything. 
Sorry. Again, <laughs> I'm not manning this very well today. I do apologize. That's okay. You've been drinking some of those under the bridge waters. Yeah. He, he but yeah, Dave Batiste comes out remembering his music hits and he goes with his arms like he's shooting guns. Yeah. So I figured he probably knows what he's doing with those guns. Yeah, if there were two real guns, he'd be... He'd be shooting everybody to pieces. He comes up to Godsmack. Mm-hmm. You gotta walk alone. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So I think he's a good gunner. I think he's probably not as good of a gunner as a beast on. No. But, uh, but uh, you know, I like his style. And, you know, he's also... I think you could sneak him into places a little easier than you could sneak beast on. <laughs> well, what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just society's bigoted. Yeah, that's um, true. You always, you always got to have a comedic duo. These are two guys that, uh, you know, it, like in Fast and Furious, you got Roman and Tedge. They're, yeah. you know, they're funny guys together. They each have a role to play, but the main thing about him is that they're just a hell of a couple of funny guys to have yeah. together. Who would you pick for that? So, you mentioned Roman and Tedge. I actually think when I think of Fast and I think of Don Omar and Tigo Calderon. And I don't know if you remember in Fast and Furious Five, they went to Vegas and yeah, and 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 sorry, Tego Cop got their own wanted to put it all in red, and then his boys like you're gonna lose our money. What's wrong with you, man? Tu eres estúpido. Que tu problema? And he's like, well, if you're gonna put all your money on red, I guess I have to be big brother and put it all on black, so you don't <laughs> lose all your money. You know, that's smart. I think it almost landed on green. We never see it. It's kind of fucked yeah. up. Like. Why, why are they the only guys to lose all their money in, in the heist? Like, everybody else gets to be millionaires and these two yeah. dumbasses, like, lose their money? That's a, well, it's a cliffhanger, though. We don't know. We don't know, which we should know by now, but that's kind of bullshit. But but then I thought, man, you know, Cheer at Emway and Baze Malbus, they were very funny, too, from Rogue One. Yeah. You oh, know, the blind yeah. guy and the guy who wasn't blind. Yeah, yeah. What are, why are you putting the helmet on me? I'm blind. Yeah, so I got cheered Emway, and I come and I said, you know what? I want a half Fast Furious, half, uh, you know, Star Wars, and I put him with Don Omar, who who cooks, who, he cooks very poorly. And they said, oh, he's he's in Williamsburg. Oh no, no, that was Tego Calderon. I'm sorry, Don Omar knows how to cook. So. Yeah. That's yeah. a that's a good combo. So I combined a blind guy and cheered Emway with Don Omar, who's kind of very serious <laughs> and a little bit negative, you know. Yeah. But I think they'll I think they'll work really well together. Yeah, I I picked kind of an odd couple too for nice. my my duo. I picked a, a guy who's real uptight. I picked two guys who are pretty uptight actually, but one's uptight in a very precise way, and one's very uptight in a very sloppy way. I picked mm-hmm. Admiral Hux. Okay, nice. Yeah, you know, from the First Order. And then I picked Sam Witwicky. Yeah, he's very neurotic. Very, very stressed out all the time. Hux is also stressed out, but but Hux is more stressed out in a like, I'm stressed out, but it'll be okay kind mm-hmm. of way. And Sam Witwicky is like, everything's a disaster. So I yes. thought together, like, boy, those guys are really going to have some issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Okay, but but that would be a pretty good duo, I think. And that'd be laughing. Yeah, you gotta be laughing, man, and a lot of energy from the two of them. Mm-hmm. Sam Witwicky is a very high energy guy, and then we got we always gotta have the good-hearted bozo who kind of gets himself into trouble more often than not. 
you know, it, it, maybe he's got too good of an attitude for what the situation is calling for. Maybe he's just, uh, you know, just he's not entirely, you know, it's the guy who causes a little bit of problems for the team. Mine is actually Seymour Simmons. Who's this? This is John Turturro's character's name in uh, <laughs> yeah, Transformers. Right. So he's kind of, he, he is very smart and he could almost be, you know, my computer whiz, but we didn't yeah. have that. So yeah. he is my good natured bozo. He gets himself into probably trouble. He probably didn't want to go to the, to Egypt. No. To go see the Sentinel. No, but, you know, he ended up there and, you know, after li- he was living with his mother and he goes from living with his mother to being on Fox News. And yeah, he, he, we always see his underwear. <laughs> yeah. So I, I see more Simmons is my pick, man. I love John Turturro. I think, you know, he, he always he always comes out on top. Yeah, he does. He tells he tells Frances McDormand he loves her and she says, you've got to go to prison. Well, yeah, because he up. like kisses her. He like forces yeah, himself on her. He's actually yeah, a terrible yeah. man. What he but, terrible what he did there. But he was in a wheelchair. Well, <laughs> never mind then. <laughs> uh, mine, I picked kind of a similar guy in a lot of ways, but I picked mine from the pages of real life. I picked Rocky Aoki as my lovable buffoon. Pages. <laughs> the pages of real life. Yeah, it's a speedboat enthusiast. <laughs> He's a speedboat enthusiast. He's a backgammon champion. He was a wrestler. And, you know, he was he looked cool, kind of comic. I, I think, actually, I'd love to see Rocky Aoki and Seymour Simmons hanging out together, to be I honest think I, with you. I would like that, too. I think they would do real well together. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a hell of a team. So, yeah, but I picked Rocky Aoki as my, as my lovable buffoon. And then all we got left, Franklin, I mean, this we've both, I think, got teams that are main eventers from top to bottom. But you need someone to lead the team. Someone with a vision, someone with with brains, someone with intellect. I'd love to know who you got. Funny you say, what's that word? Vision? That's yeah. right. I got white vision as my leader <laughs> to my team here. Whoa. Again, you know, you, 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 I had to go with the white vision. Just because yeah. as you mentioned, society, you know, not the most yeah. accepting. You know, right. it's... It, I, I, it's just, people it, people say i don't care if you got green skin red skin but that's not true that's yeah so i had to go with the white vision here you know a man you know one of the smartest yeah that you're gonna get here one of the smartest you're gonna get you know anytime you're you're playing with white vision you know what you get That's what you get when you deal with white vision, you know. I'm a big Marvel snaphead, you know. I've been there, yeah. done that. Don't want to talk about it because I beat it. And I think that is, he will know exactly the roles for everybody to, to you know, to succeed. Yeah, that's not a bad pick at all, man. Thank you. Yeah, I picked a, a leader, a proven leader, a man who, who knows how to work with people. His name's Dr. Evil. And he is a, he's a proven success at leading. He's frozen people in ice. He's a, built a rocket ship. What more do you want? I think he's a natural leader. Mm-hmm. He's you a know. natural leader. He, is, he knows the joy of a freshly shorn scrotum. <laughs> he's very, yes. <laughs> you know, I, I like your pick. I like yeah. it. 
So, yeah, I think it's tough to go wrong with Dr. Evil. As well, my, also, uh, you know. What? <laughs> he is white. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we both are. I mean, we're not dumbed on as Franklin. In a way, it's a shame we can't be the leaders of these teams. No, guys. right? We've done a great job. Well, we're like the Mr. Nobody of the, of the, of the team. Yes, that's right. We're just sitting back and drinking our Belgian beers. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right man well, well I mean I, I respect your team you respect mine but at the end of the day I think your team they're all rapists so that's all <laughs> I gotta say about that well that might be true that might be false but I guess we'll find out when they do their big heist thank you everybody yeah, I hate them too, if, if what you say about them is true well thank you everybody for listening to this wonderful episode yeah. about our teams we got our teams now. You know now it's up to you. Now you got to vote. That's right. You yeah. got to vote. You vote if you voted in the election. Why aren't you voting on our poll? Yeah, we are. We're gonna make a poll that goes right along with us. Whose team can do the big heist? The big heist. Well, you know, let's specify. It should be the Aldani heist then. Yeah, who can do the Aldani heist better? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, and that's and you don't have a man on the inside for this one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Or or an Ocean's Eleven. I mean, I guess any heist, but think Aldani, think Ocean's Eleven, a casino time any, heist in in game. Time heist, yes. The, you know, history's great. Heists are cool. Can we agree? Yeah, heists are cool. And if yeah. you're not down with that, that culture show ha. So guess what? Goodbye!